Welcome to the Foxy Podcast, a bi-monthly show brought to you by Freeform Freakout. The show is produced at KMSU Studios in Mankato, Minnesota. And here on the Foxy Podcast, we try to dig deeper into underground and experimental sounds of the past and present. And welcome to episode number 226 of the Foxy Podcast Show. Hope you're all doing well out there, wherever you're listening from. On this episode, I'm going to continue with highlighting a selection of albums that I've been listening to over the past few weeks. Once again, I've got a nice stack of interesting releases to play and discuss, especially in terms of new duo and other collaborative works. I'm going to start the show off by playing a track from the latest album from Bobby Wood called Sticks. Yes, that's Sticks spelled like the classic American rock band, but there are no other similarities beyond that as far as I can hear. After a pair of releases on the Low Company label, along with the closely related and equally terrific Itchy Bugger albums, pleased that Bobby Wood is back with more of that hypnotic downer pop goodness. Now on an LP on Digital Regress, after this came out initially last year as a limited edition tape. Again, from the album Sticks, this is the track Mystery by Bobby Wood.
Behind me, you're hearing a piece called Serpentine Tracing from a new collaborative release from Brian Day and Derek Higgins that just came out on Day's own long-running label, Public Eyesore. It's a really intriguing album that is situated somewhere in this gray area between post-industrial music and music concrete. Just edited and composed really well. And as far as I know, this is the first meeting between these two veteran artists, but are the sounds on display on this album, it sure seems like they could have been honing in on this sound for many years. The release is called Woven Territories. Before this, you heard a track from Dr. Pete Larson and his Cytotoxic Nayatiti Band and their album from 2021. It's called Dambala. Larson is another veteran of the underground, having been involved in the group Couch, uh, 25 Sa- uh, Suave, excuse me, and uh, other projects. And he ran or co-ran the Bulb record label back in the mid-90s, early 2000s. That was documenting all sorts of noise music and other fringe sounds from their home base in Michigan. But Larson stepped away from music for many years, but reportedly his interest in playing and performing music was rekindled while doing some research in Nairobi, Kenya, and taking in the music scene there. And this release came out on Dagoretti label, which... Larson started in 2016, I guess to basically document some of the artists and music coming out of Kenya and some of this new directions that he was taking and the music that he was making, uh, inspired by the songs from that region. And you hear the opening cut from that record, it was called Nayaguano. In front of that, I played a track from the debut album from Widi Matiasic, hopefully I'm pronouncing that correctly. Album's called Old Old Glow, an artist and album that I've been quite fascinated by over the past few weeks here. The songs and arrangements fairly skeletal overall, but the album is bathed in this sort of 4AD meets Nico meets Twin Peaks bar scene sort of atmosphere. Pretty mesmerizing stuff. This one comes out on Bill Nace's own Open Mouth label, which this one stands out quite a bit from the label's more avant and improvisational leanings within the catalog. You heard the song People from that album. Here's another debut album before that, Junior Mint Prince's I Saw Freak Joy. One of the better better, uh, album titles that I've heard in a while, I must say. This one just came out on Sweet Wreath, a label and sound collective based out of Birmingham, Alabama, that is publishing some really interesting work in the avant, improv, weirdo folk realm. And this duo certainly falls roughly into that broad categorization. And reading their bio, they also have some ties to the, I believe, the music program at Mills College. And their work is often really performance-based or performance-driven. You're the track Worm Death from that album. For that, you heard from B-Bomb Fields from right here in Mankato, Minnesota. Play the track Old Mill Road from their new album Whiskey Walk, and that comes out on our own in-house label, Round Bale Recordings. 
They're a band that have been active in, in slightly different lineup formations since 2016 and have self-released an album and an EP prior to this new one. And I know their music has more of a straightforward Americana tinge sound and, and dare, dare I say, uh, more accessible compared to a lot of what gets played on this show. But there's an honesty and just an unpretentious quality to their music that I appreciate. And Laura Carls simply has a terrific singing voice. And appreciate what those, that group is up to. You heard Old Mill Road, again from Bebomb Fields. And then you heard Hazy Road from Bongwish, which is the solo project of Miriam Salah. That's the title track from her debut solo album that just came out on Feeding Tube Records. The album features some great songwriting and indeed a slightly hazy production value that gives her jangly folk rock sound a bit of a lost-in-time quality to it. And the opening track was Mystery again from Bobby Wood at the top of that set. Also a very hazy quality to that album. Moving on from this Brian Day and Derek Higgins piece, I realized I had quite a bit of other new work from different duos or collaborations along those lines. So I'm going to play some of those in this next set of music. Actually, we'll probably continue on into the following set, too. But I'm going to start with this new one from Sandy Ewan and Jason Nazari called A Bearded Gesture. I've enjoyed the previous material that I've heard from both of these musicians. So this was the first tape that I plucked out from the latest batch of new titles from Notice Recordings. This one captures them live at the Chamber of Commerce in Brooklyn on March 20th, 2021, and it's a pretty gnarly set with Ewan generating all sorts of unusual tones and textures on her guitar. So this again is Sandy Ewan and Jason Azari in the track Made Way for Ice. Thank you. 
Behind me, you're hearing an excerpt from the A-side of Therenity for Judas Iscariot, the third album from Key of Shame, just the duo of Pat Moreno, of No Neck Blues Band, of course, and Decimus, and Mark Morgan, formerly of Sightings. This release came out on Moreno's own Doxina label back in 2020, but honestly, I'm kind of just getting back around to it. It sort of got tucked away and hidden in my new listening bin, but thought I would break this one back out. These two are masters at crafting that simmering post-industrial lurch that sort of slowly builds into this mass of darting, looping, and other unclassifiable electronic sounds and textures. For this, I played the second of the two new collaborative LPs that Ever Never just put out by Al Carpenter. If you happen to listen to the last episode, you heard a track from their self-titled release with CIA debutante. And this time around, you heard a track called A Brand New Astrophobia from the album the forthcoming where they're working with Sunak Kim on that particular track. Elm also includes contributions from the band Triple Negative and Dominic Coles too. It was repair, uh, apparently recorded after these artists had toured together and I'm not entirely sure of the nature of the recording sessions themselves because they did play together at the end of that tour at Cafe Auto. I'm not sure if they were those recordings are from that live show. They seem more like studio sessions, but I could be wrong. But regardless, there there's definitely kind of an end of tour, cathartic collective energy coursing through that album. Really strong stuff. In front of that, you heard another collaboration between the duo Senso Devachi and Henry Birdsey who some may recognize through his work in the duo Tongue Depressor. The details of this recording called Terceron are quite intriguing. Birdsey recorded a performance by Senso Devachi at the industrial area of Buffalo, New York, referred to as Silo City, basically an area of now unused grain silos, which you see scattered amongst so many... uh, cities throughout the Midwest and Northeast. But those recordings were then used uh, to recreate the acoustics of that industrial space, which the musicians then met up in a different rural location a year later and improvised uh, over these sort of digitally recreated recordings, I guess messing with this idea of place and memory and acoustics, etc., uh, again, r- rather fascinating release that just came out on Other Minds. I played the third piece from that one. And the music that started this episode of the show actually was from Ernesto Diaz Infante's latest solo album called Bats in the Lavender Sky, which I'll likely return to on an upcoming show, but. What you heard before the Senso Devachi and Henry Birdsey piece was Diaz Infante's new collaborative album with Lisa Cameron, their third release together. 
And I am uh, a fan of what these two musicians do. Going back to all their releases on the now sadly defunct uh, Kendra Steiner Editions label, which I'm guessing is where they initially crossed paths, but this new one called Ghosts of the J.A. was recorded at Diaz Infante's apartment in San Francisco, which is located next to the house where the Jefferson Airplane resided back in their heyday, hence the J.A. reference in the title, I'm guessing. But uh, yeah, this release has this nice woozy effects laden sound that indeed has a ghostly quality to it. Just great stuff. You heard the track called Hey, Can I Have Some of Martha's Purple Berries? And then at the top of that set again, you heard from Sandy Ewan and Jason Azari in a release of theirs called A Bearded, or excuse me, A Beaded Gesture. To start off this next block of music, I'm going to play a track from the Wolf Eyes crew. It's been a while since I've done that. They have a brand new album out on the Disciples imprint, but... Earlier this year, Disciples also issued a collection of tracks that were drawn from the series of limited edition 7-inch singles that Wolf Eyes was self-releasing that found them collaborating with a host of different artists and projects within their extended orbit. That album's called Difficult Messages, and I'm going to play a track from that release from the project Staircase, which is... Really just the core Wolf Eyes members of uh, Nate Young and John Olson playing in slightly different instrumentation than what they would do in Wolf Eyes proper. I guess that would be the distinction. I really enjoyed the work that they created under this name. Going back to their album on De Steel and that release on American Tapes is called Public Vanity. So pleased to see that there was new work under this name. So from that release, this is a track from a lo- uh, track called "Lost Head," again from Staircase.
Behind me, you're hearing the latest release on Crash Cymbals and the electronic sounds of MDN, a solo project that I know very little about other than just the brief blurb that the label provides for this release, noting that MDN creates both music and visuals through a live coding practice. The release is called Black Hole, and gosh, it sort of feels like traveling through and being lost in one, the way uh, these two sidelong pieces slowly unfold on this release. Before this, you heard, I guess what we'll call new music from Drew Gardner, though it was recorded back in 1995, but was just released earlier this year on Astral Spirits. If you're like me and were only aware of Gardner through his work in the guitar duo Elkhorn, then this release may come as a bit of a surprise, as uh, Gardner on this release, it's called The Return, is a drummer, a composer, a band leader in this jazz quintet that features three different saxophone players. But man, the playing and compositions are just exceptional. Gardner has another new album out on Feeding Tube Records that I still need to check out. I think it's in a different vein, but uh, this one certainly has me curious what else he's done in this sort of jazz style. You hear the track The Human Abstract from that release. In front of that, I played something from a new tape called One Eye Closed, One Leg Lifted from Ivan Cunningham's Freedom Pie of avant prog rock from right up the road from us here in the Twin Cities. Apparently Cunningham has collaborated with the long-running St. Paul-based Zeitgeist New Music Ensemble over the years. But to my ears, this release certainly feels at home amongst the roster of oddball pop artists that the Bumpy label uh, has been putting out and uh, that this one came out on. Some of this does spill into a bit, maybe a bit more theatrical than I would particularly like, but uh, I really do appreciate the musical ability on display and the creative arrangements throughout. You heard the track called Little White Death Ring. For that, you heard the second tape release from the duo Novatron to come out on the Kitchen Leg imprint. The release is called Gabori. Novatron's starting point seems to be like improvisational guitar and drum rock action, but they branch out into, I guess I'd say, more avant-garde territory. Things like drone and ambient and noise and other sound elements kind of interwoven throughout. This release was mastered by Lawrence English, and I guess some of the sounds that you'd expect from his Room 40 label might provide a a clear reference point for where this duo seems to be coming from. I played the track called Mistrust from that one. You heard some homespun psychedelic garage punk from a collaboration between Telford and El Zombie Especial or the Space Zombie. This one's fairly tripped out. It kind of reminds me of something like 
early, though less goofy, ween playing with the band Chrome, perhaps. But uh, appreciate the primitive quality of the songs on this release. It's called La Fiesta Continua. And you heard the song Recluse from that one. And then again, we started things off with a track by Staircase from that Wolf Eyes Various Artists collection called Difficult Messages. I'm going to play one more track to wrap up this show. It's going to be the latest in Troy Schaefer's ongoing untitled series of releases, now at number six. It's fortunate to have worked with Troy in releasing untitled number four back in 2015. So glad to see that he has this new work out. I feel like the untitled series has been some of the strongest material that he has produced. And uh, I'd put this new one right up there. And then that'll bring things to an end for this installment of the show. If you'd like to check out the complete playlist for this episode, you can go to our website at freeformfreakout.com. There are links that will bring you to each of the releases played and where you can purchase either physical or digital copies. And as always, I encourage you to support the artists and labels that you hear throughout this show as much as you can. And if you have any questions or comments, you can always get in touch with me at fffreakout@hotmail.com. I'll be back again in a couple of weeks with another new episode. Until then, thanks so much for listening. And here again is Troy Schaefer. <laughs>